Welcome to Catch the Fire's Family Life Podcast. We are a family that encounters God's transforming presence and extends the kingdom. Each week we get into what God is doing among us, what he is saying through his word, and why we should be excited about where he's leading us. For more information about Catch the Fire and giving to support this ministry, check out our website and our church suite app. Hello, welcome. Oh, sorry, you chair farted. We have to restart. No, no, no. It started with the gun. See, this is why people, this is why when Stu tells me to listen to the Family Life podcast, he always comments. All, you always notice when Kate's on it. For those who uh, who have just tuned in, I was trying to what, what we do just before we start recording because we always end up the, the 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 camera's always recording before we actually start the episode. So we always do a loud clap for Tanya um, or Anton who's editing it. And I, I was trying to, instead of doing a clap, I was trying to break a Kit Kat <laughs> next to the mic to see if that um, achieved the same goal. Didn't quite it didn't, but effect. the chair made a farting sound, which was enough. Made me laugh. Enough to set Kate <laughs> Doesn't off. Doesn't take much. <laughs> Doesn't take much. <laughs> well, welcome to Family Life Podcast. We have myself, Alistair, we have Kate, and we have Jazz. Hello. Um, so you are very welcome. If you haven't listened to this before, we uh, do a mixture of, of things, generally just trying to connect us a bit more together as a church, knowing full well that we're all spread out all over the city. And so we try and make it a bit more informal. We talk about uh, scripture a little bit. We'll have different staff members and team in. But what we're, what we're wanting to lean into is this whole equipping side of things and trying to pull out um, what's going on on a Sunday, what's been preached about and shared about and um, bring that into a discussion that will actually be really helpful for people. So with that in mind, we're going to talk about Sunday and close preach on friendship. So with no prep time, Jazz, Kate, <laughs> what, did, what was your experience of Sunday and just that message about friendship and building relationship with each other while I eat a Kit Kat? Would you like to go first or would we go first? Uh, you go first while I think. Thanks. Oh, Thanks for think. that. <laughs> um, well, I am a verbal processor, so we may end up somewhere oh. different than where we begin. But um, atonement. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Sunday was awesome, and I was I knew that preach was coming up, and I I've been so excited for that for so long because um, I think it's something that we all really need to hear. We need to talk about that making friends as an adult can actually be really tricky and or or when you you move to a new place like the culture even even the culture uh difference between london and coming from up north is mm. is crazy different yeah, yeah. let alone coming from a different country yeah. and being a newlywed like you know yeah. being in a different phase of life or if you just have had kids and you come to a new place it's a new phase of life plus trying to make friends as an adult is actually quite tricky mm. I love that she was talking about um, the hibernation aspect of uh, or uh, the temptation to hibernate yeah. when when making friends becomes difficult or confusing or you've experienced rejection or mm. whatever and really calling people out of that season of hibernation or out of that tendency to to go into that because I think solitude is amazing and it's a wonderful practice, a spiritual discipline, but it, it's, we were talking about this this week, Jazz, about mm. just being careful and making sure we don't slip into isolation. Yeah. 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 Um, 
because there can be a really great thing about withdrawing mm. for a short season with Holy Spirit with mm. a specific yeah. agenda Jesus and intention. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, but but doing that out of a place like be, with a, a motivation because like of hurt or mm. rejection or it's just too hard to make friends or it's mm. the cliques. Or and then cover your tracks by calling it like introvert time yeah, yeah exactly you know, I, I said as an introvert but you know mm. you cover it with sort of a a, a spiritual justification yeah, yeah. And, you know yeah um but really it's i've, I've been burnt in friendship or i feel lonely mm, or yeah. i don't feel like i've got a demographic that i belong to so i'm just going to take a giant step back mm, yeah and probably fill that giant space that i've left with judgments or bitterness or just mm. undealt with hurt feelings yeah and whether we know it or not yeah, yeah. like we do it without even realizing it sometimes and mm. i i know i've slipped into isolation and um i can't remember if this is a phrase someone else said but i just had the phrase in my head that isolation is the devil's playground like mm. he just takes advantage of the fact that you're al- that you mm. have a, a sense of being alone because we're built for community yeah. and it's almost like an invitation when we allow ourselves to slip into isolation it's an invitation for the enemy to just go to town yeah. with mm. our minds and give you know feed us lies and mm. um all of that so it's it's so so important to be surrounded by community and community is such a vague word isn't it um it might actually be good to talk about what community really means mm-hmm. um but to be to be known to have a sense of belonging and to be on a journey of becoming is huge for a church family mm-hmm. um and so yeah i i love that she was calling out people who need to reach out to people calling out people who need to Let me rephrase the first one, calling out people that need to reach out to people that might be isolated, Mm. calling out people who need to come out of isolation or she was using the word hibernation, which I think Mm. is really good. Um, Yeah. So it it, it covered a lot of places that people might be in, which I thought was really great. And the, and the, the covering statement, I'm going to pivot to you jazz um, that really, stood out for me was when she said London is really fast Uh Um, and I've been in churches (coughs) in villages in mid-sized cities Um, London is is very much its own experience and so and when you know we've talked about this before but in our church um, only a small percentage of people come from the two or three square miles of where church Mm -hmm. currently meets um, and everyone else is, is, is spread out. You know, we've got five uh, night groups in Hemel Hempstead and in Lewisham. And those two mm. just, it doesn't make sense that they're in the same <laughs> Definitely not. church. You know? um, and but it's our family. Churches like a, a HTB or a Hillsong that either have a very big, you know, very well-known global brand more so, you know, maybe mm. than Catch Fire or have just been in that plot of land for 150 years yeah. it kind of makes a little bit more sense in my mind I mean it still must be really hard work but it makes a little bit more sense in my mind that they would be spread out across mm-hmm. the city whereas you know we're 10 years old um, it's strange to you know have such a wide reach for what is relatively a young church mm-hmm. um, and so that whole thing about London is fast um, that really kind of stood out to me as almost like part of the diagnosis of, mm-hmm. of the challenge of friendship but mm-hmm. um, 
either speak to that or just kind of whatever your your experiences from Sunday were. I um, I just think that it's easy to fall into assuming because people are from so many different places around London I think it's easy to assume that people have their own community where they live Mm -hmm. or like in their job because they're kind of so far away Mm -hmm. and I think I just love how it's given almost permission for people to actually reach out to other people Mm -hmm. and be like can we go for coffee or this kind of thing and I think even like going back to Stu's talk the week before as well it's allowing people to have a conversation it's allowing people to mm-hmm. like speak up about the things that we're not necessarily talking about mm-hmm. um, and even from the talk on Sunday um, I've like already got like a few coffee dates in with random people Yay, cool. and I'm really looking forward to it and I think that it's like just encouraged um, yeah people to speak out a bit more yeah. yeah. So I think the the one of the things that Chloe spoke about that uh, from a leader's point of view only, my leader's hat on, I was like, yeah, you preach it, girl, come on. <laughs> well, and, and I've got to even manage my own heart was when, when she was saying things like, uh, you know, some, sometimes the expectation is that the church puts on everything and the church sorts, you know, mm. your social relationships out. And if you don't know people, then it's because the church hasn't done it. And mm. And I both, I've, I've encountered my best friends in all of my life through mm. a church at some point or another. Yeah. So I 100% believe that the church needs to be a body bound together in love. And we might talk about Ephesians 4 later or not, but this idea that we are, <laughs> we are bound together mm-hmm. um, by love and we should be growing in love. And so the idea that the church creates um, opportunities for friendships to grow is mm. um, 100%, 100% on board with that. Where I think the, the, the line can be can be overstepped or crossed is when um, I'm not making friends because the church isn't doing enough to mm. help make me build those friendships, help me build those friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have such a, a busy calendar of, of things that we know are, are sort of trying to tick the spiritual box also trying to tick the relational box, and those are often combined. Um, and for me, there was like, a, we need to challenge the culture that, um, you know, the the expectation is solely on the staff of the church to mm. create something. Um, and that, that may sound, I hope I'm not coming across defensive in that, <laughs> in that. Um, but I know that it's hard, it's hard work having, you know, Kate heads up our Ignite groups, um, now I used to head them up and I remember would, I'd have conversations with somebody who'd be like, I live in Greenwich, there's no small group near me and I feel on the periphery of the church. And I was like, you are, <laughs> you, are you are the periphery, you live in Greenwich. And I, I had somebody who was very disappointed that we didn't have a group in, um, oh, I can't even remember where it was. It was a little town outside Liverpool. Oh my word. And they're like, I don't feel like I can be part of this church. Like. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Liverpool. Oh man! Um, and, and and it was just like those are extreme examples, but but there is this kind of like we are we just you know I I used to go to a village church in Chorleywood and I would see people in the Tesco's or I would mm. see people at the post office or I would drive past people and you mm. know I always remember I had to be careful when I learning how to drive because it's like there could be someone <laughs> in church yeah. in between the 17 year old me and my Ford Escort zooming around Chorley Wood we don't have that 
um, at the moment. We do, and we'll talk a little bit about some of the geographic pockets we've got, but we we have all chosen to be part of this church, mm-hmm. even if it means traveling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we have to invest we have to make a personal investment into relationships mm-hmm. and i think what we're trying to do as a church is basically mm-hmm. say like we're trying to create some melting pot times where you can be in a room and meet some people that you don't know mm-hmm. but kind of when you're in that room you it's kind of over to you at that point yeah. <laughs> you know like you need to like jazz is saying like i, I just need to actually message some people and create mm-hmm. you know like have a have a meeting and to try and combat, maybe Kate, you could say a little bit about hubs because I think the uh, the example I was thinking in my mind was if someone lives in, uh, you know, Dartford on the other side of London and they have a great conversation with somebody who comes to the church who lives in St Albans, when they get to the point of, we should meet up and do coffee, mm. it's probably going to fall down if they both have to do a two and a half hour public mm-hmm. transport journey to go and do it. Yeah. So... Do you talk to us a little bit about hubs and what, yeah. that, what the idea is? Because I think that's sort of an attempt to try and combat that sort of uh, feeling separated from people. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about hubs. Uh, they. So what we've done uh, is we've divided them into geographical regions. Them. Them. Sorry. Uh, our Ignite groups are spread all across London. Our Ignite groups are our small groups. And those uh, honestly that that's where church happens mm-hmm. like that's that's the life of the church and sunday is a huge celebration of what god's doing mm-hmm. within our church during the week um and coming together and worshiping together and encountering jesus together um and even with those because they're such small groups it's difficult to know who else lives around you mm-hmm. and they can actually become quite insular not not all the time but it's there's a temptation to mm-hmm. and so what we want to do is um get people in ignite groups who are in a similar geographic region to meet with other ignite groups in their area mm-hmm. So Hertfordshire has already started. We've got um, a couple, uh, four groups, three, four groups in there, something like that. And um, their first official hub meeting is this this Saturday. The first, yeah. And they've got forty people signed up, and that's amazing. It's 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 a lot of actual catch the fire people, but it's also got a missional aspect to it. So it's also got people attending who used to go to Catch the Fire who live too far away, Mm -hmm. Um, people that love Catch the Fire and um, really want to be able to come, but because it's so far for them, this is like a, it's a a branch they can kind of hang Mm -hmm. on to and and find some sense of community there. And we're we're growing these, like, um, I like the word pocket that you you used. Uh, We're growing these pockets of communities where people when you get in the same room as someone and you know that they're there because they yeah. geographically are located near you yeah. question one's out the door like i don't need to ask where you live because i know that you're within a reasonable distance of me mm-hmm. so meeting up for coffee mm-hmm. is actually probably yeah. a lot easier than yeah. if i walked yeah. up to some random person and they're like oh i live in lewisham and i was like oh i live in Woo, okay let's meet in central <laughs> london um <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited because people will actually have the chance to see 
the people that they live near and hopefully it will create almost like those like you were talking about the community churches the local Mm. churches that um you know, you bump into people at the Tesco yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And so it's, it's creating that experience without having to plant four churches at once. Yeah. Um, and who knows these, these things could grow into other cash of fire churches one day, yeah, yeah. which would be really cool. Let's take London for yeah. Jesus, but do it in a way that yeah. is kind of more organic. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. And, I, and it's really nice because this is an idea that we've had a few years ago, but it didn't quite sort of expand out to, to, to where it is now. And knowing that there's going to be a hub in Hertfordshire, there's going to be a hub in Harrow-Wembley area, there's going to be a hub sort of somewhere centrally mm-hmm. based. Um, and those are just the first fruits. Um, that, that for me is, is, is massive. Um, and I wouldn't have stayed in any of the churches that I... Uh, found myself in at various points in my life had it not been for a small group I mm. only left churches that I wasn't in a small group wow. and that, that sounds kind of like you know when I went to university and you're church shopping and you're trying to find somewhere mm-hmm. it was the the only church that had space or a small group that I could attend mm. ended up being the one that I chose because I'm yeah. like this is this is community yeah well you ended uh, up belonging to something yeah you ended up belonging yeah to so I'm really thrilled that we got some new groups that are starting um and we, we have other things like you know the the courageous women's socials curries after church yeah. I'm now leading some guys stuff and you know we had a few guys cross the road at the torch on Sunday and even though it was small I was just like this is good this is some men being around each mm. other and, Bruce, and Bruce, just Bruce. being able to share and, <laughs> and do life with each other that was really good we've got like uh, family times after church twice a month we've got shared lunches David and Sandy took 10 people for lunch on Sunday there's so many opportunities um, but I think the the thing close to it on Sunday and it's, it's one of those things that's been in my mind for a while but um, the best way to <laughs> make friends is to be a friend mm-hmm. and waiting for somebody to come and be a friend to you mm-hmm. is probably evidence of the fact that you haven't been stepping out and trying to be a friend to somebody else mm-hmm. and I just I, I feel really strongly um, I've had to do it by necessity from when I've moved places um, and I was just saying to you two just before we, we uh, started recording that I had a lot of friendships with people in this church historically, mm-hmm. but when Abby moved to the UK, she didn't have that history. And so we sort of had to press the reset button on friendships. And we had to start getting to know people as a couple, which was almost like starting from scratch. And mm-hmm. for me, I was like, just because I love Mr. and Mrs. over here and Mr. and Mrs. over here, it doesn't necessarily mean that Abby will have the same relationship with yeah. them. And so I, I remember even the week before she arrived, yeah, I, I wonder if Matt had this. The week before she arrived, I remember looking around church behind me and thinking, I wonder who in this room is going to become a better friend as a result of Abby being here than had she mm-hmm. not come. Like, who, mm-hmm. who in this room is going to be my friend mm-hmm. who I have not chosen to invest in because I haven't even seen them, maybe, or even yeah. noticed mm-hmm. them. That's cool. So there's kind of having to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, friendship just doesn't come without it. and It um, takes courage, too. Yeah, yeah. I was saying to someone else, it's like dating. It's like... You kind of have to pick each other, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like it, it feels a bit childish, but okay, let's be childlike and be like, yeah. hey, I think you're really amazing. And I don't know if you have capacity for another close friend, but 
Yeah. How about we start with coffee and yeah. see how we go? Like, you're putting yourself out there. Like, hey, you want to go it, out? I did, she, I did that last year, <laughs> a little testimony. Um, at the beginning of last year, I went up to a girl who I didn't know at all. She was, she was new to the church. And I, all I said was, do you want to get out for coffee? We went out for coffee and we ended up being like, she's like one of my closest friends. Wow. Yay. So, yeah. It works, it works. It works, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, I... Uh, I think just as a by by way of closing, I I would just like to encourage everybody to to think about what the balance is in your life between your work, your family, your primary relationships, your ministries that you're being involved in, and just to ask Jesus, is is this current setup that I've got in terms of my investment into each one of these things, is that the way you'd like it to be mm. for this season? Because it could be you're carrying on a level of investment from a previous season that actually needs some adjustment now or actually Lord do I do I need to adjust more into my relationships mm. and for some people I'm going to call out one particular group you will either be working so much that you're not investing in friendships or you're doing so much ministry that you're mm. not investing in friendships and I would definitely say that I've been in that second category a lot ministry ministry event 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 and mm. thinking when was the last time I sat and told somebody had a had a drink and had a chat just about whatever mm. um, and it's not ministry or it's not my heart related or, or what have you just had fun with someone and so I just want to I want to especially challenge you if you're one of those two camps of either work and the pace of London is so fast or you're just doing ministry 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 event 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 make the space for friendship mm -hmm. um, because we talk about being a supernatural family that encounters God's mm -hmm. presence and transforms the world <clears throat> the family bit doesn't happen just because you rock up to a, a room mm. once a week it, yeah. it has to be knitting our lives in together and so yeah. that's my little soapbox moment over that's one of the um, one of the things that I felt like the Lord was talking to me about about Ignite Groups um, at the beginning, no, not the beginning of the year, last year, yeah. when I first kind of stepped into the role. Um, and he kept giving me the word consistently, consistency. Yeah. And when you're in a family, yeah, you see each other, but you could be like ships in a night. But the thing, the thing about it that gives you that relationship is the consistency of being in each other's space yeah. because then you see the ins and outs you you have the conversations even if they might be in passing there you know what's going on in these people's lives and and when things are hard it's kind of hard to hide it mm. because you're consistently seeing that person and yeah. so you end up talking about it and you mm. know so i think consistency is huge and mm. you can't just do that because on a sunday there's so many people in the room it's not an easy yeah. time to connect yeah. the other thing i wanted to say was just quickly um i know one of the things that chloe was talking about i know that people have been burned people have felt rejected people i mean we've all had really bad experiences with trying to make friends or having had friendships or whatever we've been hurt and it's it's hard to try again mm. especially if you've experienced a pattern of something that's been really painful and what i really want to encourage everyone listening to do is to fight 
for what God designed you for mm-hmm. and actually say, you know what, this isn't okay. It's not okay for me to be experiencing this kind of rejection or this kind of whatever over and over and over. Like, I, I want to challenge you and encourage you to look at yourself and say, am I the kind of friend that I would want to be friends with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And go for inner healing to get to get rid of some of the baggage of the past mm-hmm. that might be holding you back from yeah. amazing friendships that you've yeah. got set in front of you just waiting for you yeah. mm-hmm. and quick plug um the inner healing team has started not has started they're starting um every fourth sunday of the month from four to five p.m church they're doing inner healing it's like group ministry um and they're this the first meeting they're doing is 23rd 23rd of february and they're going to go after forgiveness and oh my gosh that that is so Mm -hmm. broad like i feel like people are going to get crazy healing anything or anyone (laughs) You'll see Come along an effect and immediately. Just stand in that room and allow Jesus to minister to you. Yeah. So I, if people have struggled with stuff like that, or if you see a negative pattern in your life that keeps happening, go for inner healing for yeah. that thing. Yeah. Because who who are we to let ourselves be held back yeah. by something that God has for us? I don't want to stand in my own way. Yeah. I'm going to go for inner healing for this X, Y, or Z. Yeah. So go for inner healing. Sign up. It's all on Church Suite, but it. I know that it'll transform people into amazing relationships that mm. are life-changing yeah amen Woo-hoo. amen jazz can you pray into that yes. as we close yes. yeah in part in part <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus thank you so much for every single person that is listening at the, on the podcast right now And God, I just pray that you would um, right now come and fill them with the boldness and the confidence that they need to just step out and to step into more um, that you have for them, the friendships and the community that is waiting for them. And yeah, just give them... um, just boldness also to seek inner healing where it's where it's necessary and i thank you jesus that you made us for connection Mm -hmm. you made us for community and of course the enemy wants to isolate us and um wants to take us away from family but god would you help us to fight for family and to um yeah just to keep our eyes on you thank you jesus that you Mm -hmm. are for us and you are for family yeah amen Amen. Amen. Check out Church Street for all of the stuff. <laughs> it's all there. It's all there. So and it's, I'm so excited about the new stuff that we've got happening. Yeah, me too. Like, get excited, people. Come on. <laughs> get signed time. up. See you next episode. Bye. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>